Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Shalom and Darshim Shloshim Yom, or some may say, Shalim Udarshim Shloshim Yom. That one is for you, Bobby. And today is the 20th day in our quest and learning all about the holiday of Purim through my second Megillah. I hope you all enjoyed my beautiful, amazing, fantastic, and stellar Israeli accent. And who knows, I may just be Israeli. Dun, dun, dun. And yes, guess what? You are back with Zeke. And I know you all missed me on Tuesday. You're like, oh, oh my God, where's Zeke? Where's Zeke? Where's Zeke? I'm a Zeke. And yes, I am growing on you. I know. You, you, you want to hear from me so much more. It's amazing. And I love doing this too. And guess what? We are back today to learn some Mishnayas. By Mishnayas, I mean Mishnah. By Mishnah, I mean Masechah Megillah, Parak Gimel, Mishnah Gimel, Gimel Gimel, 3-3. Three, three. Pretty cool, right? I'm not funny at all. I know. Um, so this Mishnah starts with Rabbi Yehuda talking. Okay. Or as he continues talking. Od Omar Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda continues to say, Basic Knesset, Shecharav. Basic Knesset, Shecharav. A shul that has fallen into ruin. And must be in Besucha. You can't eulogize in it. Be'en mafshil Besucha Chavalim. One cannot twist ropes in it. Be'en porcin Besucha Metsudos. And one cannot spread out animal traps in it. Vain shoking al gago pharos. And one cannot spread out fruit on its roof to dry. Vain osinoso capandria. Nor one can turn it into a shortcut, make it and use it as a shortcut. What does that mean? Oh my. That was a bunch of random stuff right there. What does that mean? Don't worry, I'm here. I'll help you. I'll help you unpack that. So. The whole basis of this is saying a base Knesset, a shul, still has Kedusha, whether it's in ruins or it's still being used as a base Knesset, still being used as a shul. So it still has the same Kedusha. So whatever you can't do in a shul, you can't do in the ruins of a shul. So in a Sinabisoka, you can't eulogize in a shul. So you can't do it in its ruins. When it says twist ropes, it means work. You may be wondering, how, how, why is twisting ropes an example? It's because twisting rope requires space, but it means that no work should be done there. Yeah. So, you can't do work in a bait in a shul. You can't do work in a bait Knesset, so you can't do work in its ruins. Bain portion the Socha Matutos. You can't spread animal traps within it. I mean, that, that, that's kind of self-explanatory. It may be work, it may not be work, but still, you can't do it, so you can't do it in... The ruins, vein shalchin al kegoferos. On the you can't use the roof to make prunes, uh, not not prunes to make dried fruit, dry out your fruit. Who knows? It may so for example, you put up your prunes there to dry because you want some dried prunes, and who knows? You may want to make some dried prune hamantashans. I don't know why you wouldn't just use like normal prunes, but you may want dried prunes. Maybe that's what it has to do with perum. I don't know, man, but still, pretty cool, right? So you can't, so like a normal show, you can't on the roof, use it, utilize it for either like your work, you may be making these dried fruits for your work or for anything. You still can't do it, so you can't do it in the rooms, but you know, so, capandria. You can't use it, make it into a shortcut. What, what, what does that mean? What? So this is a little bit of a red herring. So... Zeke, what is this? Oh my god, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't worry, I'll help you. <laughs> so, in saying that, so let's say you're walking to work, okay? 
and there's a show, not say ruin, just say there's a show, and you're like, this show, I can cut across it, cut through it, go across the block, go through the back entrance of the show, back exit entrance of the show, and be right in front of my work and get there a little bit early so I can get some coffee from Starbucks. Amazing, right? No, you can't do that, apparently, because the reasoning is... When you go through a show, you have it, you have to have the intentions of you're gonna go through a show. You can't just use it; just can't be for hull. It can't be from just going through it for a mundane purpose. So that also relates to it as in ruin. Okay. So where do we get this from? I, we get this from Vayikra Chafalaf, or some may say Leviticus, or Vayikra Chafalaf. Ka- Sorry, pardon me, Chaf Vav. 26. As it says, and I'll bring desolation to your sanctuaries. Huh? So their sanctity remains upon them even when it's desolate. So what does that mean? How does that answer this? How does that prove this? So, don't worry, I'm here, I'll help you guys through this. So, So even though it's desolated, so we're using desolation as the parallel to ruins here, even though it's desolated, it's still called holies, it's still called their sanctity. So, it's, even when it's in ruins, it still has holiness, because when it's desolated, it still has holiness. You're welcome, Zeke. No problem. A little bit of a different di- different topic with same Mishnah. Don't worry. I'm not going a little bit ahead. But aluvo ashesavim and uh, grass sprang up and a grass sprang up. Lo yislosh. And one should not pick it. This is, this is still in the ruined shul. So a grass sprang up in the ruined shul. One cannot pick it. One lo yislosh. Agmas nafesh, agmas nafesh. For the reason that anguish of the soul. What anguish of the soul? So you re- So you may be wondering. Firstly, what does this have to do with any of this? I'll get to there in a second. Don't worry. But anguish of the soul. What does that mean? So you may be. So anguish of the soul. So when you see a grass in a show. You can't pluck it. You have to leave it be. That's really showing something right there. In addition, when a shul is destroyed, it's destroyed most likely for divine intervention or because the B'nai Israel or they sinned in some ways. In the parallel for the base of Mekdash, it was destroyed on Sinas Chinam. It was destroyed on uh, Israel's sins. So it was destroyed. And you know how a Beit Knesset is like a tiny Beit of Mekdash. So, therefore, we have to look at it and be in anguish. Look, this, this is our sins. Our sins turn this into a ruins. And now life is springing up from it. It's amazing. Life exists. This tiny plant exists. Life exists. But the reason it exists is because of our sins. It's just a reminder to us that we sinned and this is what happened to it. It's a really interesting reminder that they're saying. I, I find it really interesting. The grass is a sign of life. 
you may see it, you may be able to see it as a new beginning, and you may be able to see it pessimistically as this is just a reminder for our sins. But however you take it, it's really meaningful. And I hope you all have an amazing day.